Ink and Quill illuminates on literature, culture and beyond. That's cool, isn't it? Listen to the sound of some incredible readings. The Great Wall story is the story of the relationship. The imagery in China is so strong. It's a book about the human story. Ink and Quill. Something provoking. We have to think like a queen. Something thoughtful. History's fantasy, really. Something fun. See some naughty people trying to steal panda cubs. All here on Ink and Quill. Discovering literature and following the stories behind your favorite authors. This is Ink and Quill. I'm your host, Yang Yong. What you are about to hear are some lines we frequently see either on the internet or in mass media. Everybody is beautiful in their own way. Just be yourself, man. Be proud of who you are. You should never be ashamed of how someone else sees you. All these phrases run rampant in modern society. It seems that our culture has become more and more tolerant to individualism and uniqueness. In reality, these beautiful inspirational notes are just a word. After all, we are gregarious animals. Who wants to be the high school outcast or the misfit hit on the block? So, on today's Ink and Quill, we speak to two authors, both of whom touch on matters of personal growth, embracing individuality and celebrating difference. First, let's listen to the phone conversation between our reporter Shi Yu and British multi-award winning writer Holy Smell, whose Geek Girl series has been an international smash hit. Hi, Holy. Thank you so much for talking with me. I have to be honest, usually I don't read young adult novels, but I really like your Geek Girl series and I really love your protagonist, Harriet Manners. So would you please give our listeners a brief introduction of who she is? Yeah, so Harriet Manners is my 15-year-old protagonist. She's um, very self-admittedly geeky. So she is kind of not very great with people. She's quite um, anxious sometimes. She's, uh, she loves facts and she loves maths and she loves, you know, she's always got a head in a book and, you know, sometimes misses what people are saying. And it's, it's, it's very similar to how I was when I was a, a teenager. Um, I sort of struggled to, to get on with people very easily. Um, and was quite shy. So, um, yeah, she's she's my uh, she's very similar to me when I was little. So, were you a geek as well? I was very geeky. Yeah, I'm still I'm still quite geeky. So, for me, I was, it's something I was embarrassed of when I was a teenager. I wanted to be one of the cool kids. I wanted to be popular and have lots of friends and be invited to all the parties. But I was never any of those things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of why I wanted to write the story. Um, I wanted to write about how it felt when I was a teenager, um, to be sort of on the outside, not really in the middle of the cool group. Mm. But from my understanding, I think Harriet is a little bit cool because she becomes a model and she visits several countries such as Japan, India and Australia. And I, I know you became a young model at the age of 15. So I'm really curious about to which extent is Harriet's modern adventure autobiographical? Harriet gets spotted on a school trip um, very early on in the first book, um, unexpectedly, and, and that is something that happened to me. That was very similar. It was at the same event, um, and um, I mean, I, I fictionalised it, so things happen in the book. You know, she falls into a hat stand, and that didn't happen in real life. So I fictionalised that a little bit, but it was it was what happened to me. I was spotted by a modelling agency on a school trip, um, 
when I was 15. And then, I mean, I spent two years in the industry and I wasn't a great model. I broke a lot of things. I fell off <laughs> a lot of catwalks. I, um, <laughs> I was consistently ripping things. I was, I was just very awkward and um, not particularly confident. So that, you know, I based a lot of my um, writing on that feeling. And also I had a lot of crazy photo shoots, um, some of which I've um, used to inspire the books. But actually a lot of them I made up um, from my imagination, but also from my experience as an adult working in the PR industry um, in on various fashion shoots. So um, I was able to use my lifetime of experience to kind of write those like those fictional accounts. So some of it's very true. The beginning of it is very true and some of it's fictionalized. Did you enjoy being a model back then? Mm, not when I was doing it, no, because I was so insecure and so unconfident. Uh, I just thought it was a joke. I thought the whole thing that they were they were joking and I wasn't supposed to be there. So I was constantly waiting for someone to throw me back out of the industry, <laughs> um, which was, you know, I, in, in hindsight, I wish I had enjoyed it and relaxed a little bit more but that's what the whole series is about really it's about Harriet learning to enjoy it because it's an amazing opportunity and you know I had a lot of crazy and interesting experiences but I just wasn't really uh, confident enough to enjoy them as much as I could have done so at the time I was scared but now I'm really glad I did it because it was very um, kind of fascinating industry to be part of for a little while but now I, I was mainly just scared I think at the time <laughs> <laughs> But I think for today, a lot of young girls and young women, I would say they're a little bit enchanted by the glamour of the fashion industry and they really want to get involved. So do you have any suggestion for them? I think it can be a mixed bag. And I think that's what hopefully I do with Geek Girl Series. So, you know, uh, it's about kind of exploring how great it can be, but also, you know, the negative sides of it, um, which I try and do with a light hand because it is for younger, you know, kind of teens. Um, But I think that the most important thing, if you are going to try and go into the modeling industry, something I've written about, I think, hopefully, is it's really important to stay grounded. It's important to be surrounded by your friends and family. Um, You know, it's not going to be all grammar, and hopefully that's something that, that is clear in my writing is that, you know, it does poke a hole in the idea that it's going to be just um, glamorous all the time Um, and it's not you're going to get tired you're going to get people are going to make critical remarks you're going to feel stupid you're going to do things wrong and you know you have to just kind of go into it knowing that it's not going to be this big fairy tale And, and, and actually it's a very difficult industry and a very hard one and not very many people make it so I think it's um, as long as you go into it with the right attitude um, and you know kind of for the fun of it rather than with the belief that you're going to necessarily change your entire life then I think it can be a great thing um, but stay grounded and keep your parents or your guardians or older people around you so <laughs> you know you're safe in the industry I think yeah that's a good suggestion you know one thing I really like Harriet as a character is that she's a geek but she's very proud very open about it but if we look at today's public culture, we have witnessed this negative representation of women who are geeks or nerds. So what's your take on that? I think it's something that we have to um, you know, fight against. I think it's something that, that hopefully you know, I, I've been exploring is, is the idea that, that girls aren't you know, as capable of being geeky or of, of, as being you know, intelligent or smart or um, adventurous or independent as boys and obviously they are and I think that's something that you know if a, if a boy can do it a girl can do it as well and that's what I truly believe so making Harriet a very kind of individual and you know strong and like you say proud character was really important to me and um, whether she's a girl or a boy but you know she happens to be a girl and um, 
so I think it's uh, yeah I think that girls and I obviously I'm still a geek and I'm a woman um, I think that geekiness is is who you are regardless of your gender so that was that was important to me when I was writing. Well, since we talk about the geekness in this book, I have noticed there are so many scientific references, statistics. Is any part of it true? <laughs> All of it's true. Oh, Everything cool! Is true. Yeah, <laughs> the, I, I got asked I once. Um, yeah, I think one person accused me once of making them all up, which would be an enormous amount of work. And um, the, you know, everything is true, and I've actually got a fact checker. So I go away and I, I find all the facts and I, you know, weave them into the book. And then I have an editor and a fact checker who goes through and makes sure they're all accurate. So um, everything in the book is true, as far as we know. Um, maybe if it's disproved by science now or something, but as far as you know, at the time of printing, it's true,、um, which is great because it means that you know you get a little bit of knowledge as well as a as a fun adventure. Yeah, I think young readers could get inspired and be more interested in science. And since we're talking about your writing today, there are a lot of young adults novels. There's nothing wrong with them, but they have dark or rather. Subversive elements, you know, such as Hunger Games and Some Boys. But for me, Geek Go series are funny and and sometimes a little bit festive. So, how did you inject humor and lightness into your works?、Uh, I'm I'm always confused about that myself. Actually, I、um, <laughs> I just try and write it with、um, you know a sense of humor、um, with it. Well, by being light, because、um, I think life is funny, and you know that's how I see life anyway. When I when I'm walking around, I try and see the funny things in what's happened, and I try and and see the bright side and the positive and the optimist side.、Um, and and you know a lot of why is brilliant, and it's you know it's it's really exciting and well-written adventures. But I sometimes think that that it could be funnier,、um, because I just think that without humour, life is can be a little bit、uh, flat, and I think that. That's something that's really important to me when I'm writing. Is that, you know, you can show sadness and you can show pain and you can show hurt and you can show loss and grief, but you can do them all with a sense of humour.、Um, when I was writing it in England, there was not very many books that were funny at the time. So I'm really glad that it's, you know, kind of hit a hit a chord with with lots of readers. <laughs> Yeah, and I think those adult characters in Giggle series, such as Harry's father, her stepmother, step grandmother, all those adult characters also help to build the lightness in this book. And I really like Harry's father, Richard. Every time I read about him, I just can't stop laughing. <laughs> Richard is based on my dad. He's a ridiculous character, and he's very funny.、Um, my dad is very funny. He's、um, very childlike and very full of life, and very generous and very energetic. So,、um, so I think it's for me when I'm writing. You know, I want to make every character,、um, it, like you say, even if they're not likable, everyone has to feel real, and everyone has to feel like you know, three-dimensional as if they're real people. It's not just about Harriet and then、uh, support cast. It's about you know, lots and lots of people with their own, you know, way of living, their own sense of humour, their own kind of thoughts and hopes and dreams that they're all kind of inter interlocking. And I think that's,、um, you know, the joy of writing character-based、um, comedy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, who is your favourite character except for Harriet? Um, to be honest, I love all of them so much. They all feel like、um, you know, kind of parts of me in a way, and that you know, it's like family.、Um, Richard, obviously, because he's my dad, is I'm very, very fond of. But I love 
all of them. When I get to write Toby, I'm always really like, I get a warm feeling because I love him. He's so funny. Um, and I love Nat. I love how feisty she is and how, um, you know, kind of how loyal she is um, mm-hmm. as a best friend. Um, and Annabelle is just so wise. And she's, and all of them have uh, such an important role in the books, you know, whether it's where they bring wisdom, whether they bring lightness whether they bring silliness um, or strength. I think each of them has their own role. So I love them all um, a lot. Obviously, Nick, I love the romantic hero. He's, <laughs> he's fantastic. Um, <laughs> but no, I think, I think of all of them, I'm going to have to pick Richard just because he is based on my dad. So, so since we're talking about Harriet and her friends, her parents, and, and she has been, you know, a little bit clumsy, awkward model, been to a lot of foreign countries. What's next for her? I've just literally, in a couple of weeks ago, I published the, the sixth version, the sixth book of the, the Geek Girl series. Um, and it was the final book. So um, at the moment, there is nothing next for Harriet. <laughs> a break for Harriet. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the end of the story is, is now here. Um, I might come back to it in the future. Um, but at the moment, it feels like her story is complete. Um, and you know, her adventure has reached a natural pause. So I'm taking some time to uh, do a bit of traveling, come to China, um, and also to go to uh, try something else, writing. So I'm starting a new series, um, which should be exciting. Um, but yeah, so Harriet has had her adventure now. I just finished, you know, had over here and I said, wait, wait, I think there will be more going to happen. Is there going to be, you know, boyfriend? There's one or? more. There's one. It's called Forever Geek. So in Forever Geek, um, I think what's been really fun with Harriet is because I've been so lucky in being able to write so many books. And that's something that an author dreams of, being able to write. I mean, it's six big books and three little ones, so nine stories um, about Harriet. I've been able to really develop her character and all the other characters and, um, you know, kind of really make her feel as real as possible. Um, but also kind of she very slowly grows from um someone who's very anxious and insecure and lacks confidence and you know is is hard on herself to being someone who's a lot braver a lot stronger a lot more confident a lot more capable of dealing with the world around her and her world gets bigger which has been part of the fun of writing so you know she goes from being hiding under a table um in england um to you know traveling the world and to being on her own and to being able to make decisions and, and choices and that's been a complete joy. So by the final book, it's really about testing Harriet um, and seeing what she's really made of, you know, where she starts to um, put other people first because she sometimes has a tendency, as a lot of us do, and especially when we're younger, um, to maybe put ourselves first. (laughs) And, you know, so by the final book, she's starting to put other people first. She's starting to try and be there for her friends and family. She is in Australia, so it's set in Australia. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone who has read the rest of the books knows that there might be a reason why that she's why she's in Australia. That um, might be romantically involved. Um, so yeah, she is going to um, kind of all the all the things that have been uh, all the questions that have been asked throughout the books are going to kind of be answered finally. Um, and you get to see almost all of the characters from all the previous books because obviously over nine books you see huge amounts of characters come and go. Um, and I tried to bring them all back for the final book um, because I've always been a big fan of when that happens. You get to see them all as a goodbye. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's, 
And also there's a, there's a surprise twist at the end of the book, which um, so far no one has seen coming, which is, which is really nice, um, which is quite sad, but uh, it's also hopefully um, a good message, a good um, kind of bittersweet ending. So I'm a, yeah, it's been a, it's been a hugely um, rewarding book to write the last one. I think it's my favorite to write, but saying goodbye has been so, so difficult. Yeah, I know. It feels like, you know, my daughter or my sister. It feels like the whole Gig Go series is a coming of the age story, like your readers could actually grow up with Harriet. Absolutely. And it was always supposed to be that. Um, it's exactly that. It's a, it's a girl's adventure story, coming of age story. And I've literally watched my readers grow up with her, which has been the most special experience. You know, I mean, it's only been out uh, four years. Um, but I've seen girls come in at 12 and now they're 16 and, you know, they've, they've grown up with Harriet and they really feel like they've grown up with Harriet and she means a huge amount to them and she might have helped them because as Harriet grows in confidence and learns lessons about believing in herself and mm. being who she is, you know, my readers learn that as well. And so she is, she's been amazing watching these girls and boys, some boy readers, but, you know, a lot of girl readers kind of grow in in confidence and believe in themselves as a result of reading the books. Um, so yeah, it is a coming of an age story and you know, what it is like to be a teenage girl working out who you are and what your place is in the world, which I think is an interesting time of life and it's a privilege writing about it. That was British best-selling author Holy Smell talking to Shi Yu about the celebrated franchise Geek Girl. On today's show, we talk to two authors about being yourself and not following the crowd. There is more to come. Stick around. Explore the life of great wordsmiths. Share their stories beyond the pages. Ink and Quill brings you the voices of writers and book lovers. You are listening to Ink and Quill. I'm Yang Yong. Our next guest is simply fascinating. Take a listen. My name is Rob Bidolf, and um, I am a children's author and illustrator. So basically, I make picture books for children, usually aged between about three and sort of up to about eight years old. And so they're usually about animals and their rhyming stories, and um, they're very bright colors, and you know, they're a lot of fun. The name might fail to ring a bell, but you may recognize some of Bidolf's drawings from Instagram or Twitter. On social media, this writer and illustrator is known as the dad who draws pictures on post-it notes for his daughter's lunchbox every day. I think I've done about 750 now. It's a bit crazy. But that started, um, so basically when my youngest daughter, Poppy, was um, starting at school, um, she was very nervous about staying for lunch at school because up until then she'd been coming home for lunch every day. And so somebody suggested that I draw a little picture on a post-it note for her and hide it in her in her lunchbox. And I thought, yep, yeah, that's fine. So I did the first one and uh, she came home that night and said, oh, what, what are you going to draw tomorrow, Daddy? <laughs> and then before I knew it, <laughs> I'd done 750 of them. So I've been doing them every single day for her lunchbox and... Um, it's very difficult to think of what to draw each time now. I think I've drawn just about every character known to man, but it's good fun. Fun has always been the key element in Ralph Bidolf's writings. 
from his award-winning debut Blown Away, which tells the story of the adventure of a penguin and its friend, to the second book Gur, which is about a champion bear. Most of his publications are about animals, and his third picture book, Odd Dog Out, is no exception. Just as the title suggests, the story is about dogs. But unlike Goofy or Scooby-Doo, the major doggy character is a female sausage dog who is no doubt a hipster. When I was at university, when I was at art college studying、um, graphic graphic design and illustration, that kind of thing, one of my really good friends had a his parents back home had a had a sausage dog. And、um, we were all very, we were sort of obsessed with seeing photos of this sausage dog. His name was Macintosh, and actually, we used to play. We played this like silly game at college, where、um, uh, we would sort of dream up different scenarios for this sausage dog to be in. The very last page of that book, there's、um, there's a picture of lots of different sausage dogs wearing all sorts of different outfits and that kind of thing. Basically, that comes straight from when we were at university, and we used to we sort of used to do these little drawings and make up stories about this my friend's sausage dog. So I always had this picture in my head of the, all this you know all these sausage dogs, you know one of them playing the guitar and one of them sort of dressed as a hot dog and one in a cowboy outfit, all this kind of thing, and、uh, that that's been in my head for sort of twenty years. So when I decided I wanted To write a book about somebody、uh, who didn't didn't fit in with everybody else, I thought, you know what it is? It's going to be that sausage dog character. That's what I need to write about. For busy dogs, a busy day of busy work and busy play. Swimmer, sailor, soldier, scout—they all blend in. No dog stands out. But wait. Look closer. Can you see one dog behaving differently? Someone on this busy street is dancing to a different beat. In the world of Old Dog Out, all the other dogs look almost identical. They wear suits and ties and are all quite businesslike, except for one, wrapped in a rainbow-colored scarf and wearing a knitted hat with a pom-pom on the top. She's totally different. She tries to fit in. She can't fit in, so she she leaves the place that she's lived all of her life to go and find somewhere that maybe she does fit in, and and she finds out that maybe it's good to be different, actually. Okay, let's not spoil too much of the book. Just like Bedov's previous works, Old Dog Out is a brightly coloured, cheerful, and full of sing-song rhythms. Though the plot is simple, there is something powerful and important that the author wants to deliver. In all of my stories, I try to have a a,、um, a positive message, you know, which kind of reinforces the, the things that I believe really, and I, the things that I think are important for everybody, kind of in in their life really. And certainly, I had one of my. I've got three daughters, and my eldest daughter, when she was when she was slightly younger, she was having a few issues with her friendship groups at school. You know, she. You know, it was all—it was all to do with not having the right, you know, wearing the right clothes or、um, or having the right pencil case at school or whatever it was. It was kind of like she didn't. She felt like she didn't fit in with them. She wasn't the same as everybody else. And I would say to her, "Look, you don't need to try and fit in with everyone else. To be you is the most important thing of all, really." And so, so that's why I wanted to write this book. Really, that's where it, that's where it came from in the first place. Yeah, I do think it's important to engage with young children by. 
you know, drawing the pictures with the bright colours and, you know, a nice, funny, rhyming story and cute animals. But underneath it all, I think there should be a message, you know, for children that they can sort of, there's a, there's a life lesson in there for them. That was British children's book author and illustrator Robbie Dove introducing us to his book, Old Dog Out, which explores the power of being yourself and blazing your own trail. On that note, it's time to wrap up today's program. Don't forget that there are always more interesting happenings in the literary world, and we will keep you posted. To learn more about us, you can follow our Facebook account, China Plus, or download our podcast from iTunes. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Yang Yong. See you next time. <laughs>